Scarves Around the Funnel, brought to you by Forrest, Hepburn and McDonald Signs. Getting noticed isn't always easy, because there's so much noise! But at Forrest, Hepburn and McDonald, we make it easy. With standout signs, business cards, shop fronts, banners, leaflets, vehicle graphics, the lot. Showcasing your products, advertising your brand and getting business noticed. So, what can we do for you? Forrest, Hepburn and McDonald. Creative sign and print solutions since the 1950s. Visit fhmcdsigns.co.uk He's going for goal! Malkowski expected the cross and Paul Hartley spotted the gap. And Paul Hartley fires Hearts into a 2-0 lead. Hello and welcome to Shirts Around the Funnel, the offspring of the popular Hearts podcast, Scarves Around the Funnel. Shirts Around the Funnel and Scarves Around the Funnel are both sponsored by Forrest Hepburn and McDonald Signs, who have been offering creative sign and print solutions since the 1950s. Here we go back to Room 101, where Grant and I, in our last episode, consigned some Hearts football kits to Room 101, never to be seen again. However, it was met by howls. Some in agreement, some in disagreement. So we've had to go back to the world of hearts kits and figure out what actually should be in room 101 and perhaps fish one or two of them out. I'm joined as ever by Grant Young. Grant, how are you? I'm very good, Paul. Thank you. How are you? Excellent. I'm great. I'm great. And Joe Skid, the journalist, broadcaster, all right, good guy, is with us as well. Joe, thanks for joining us here on Shirts. How are you? Delighted to be here. Delighted to be with you. So thank you very much for having me on and hope you boys are good. We are looking forward to this one. So we went out on Twitter and said, look, we'll hold our hands up. Our last episode may have upset one or two people. What we need you to do is tell us the good, the bad and the indifferent. So we're going to start with a couple of home kits that got a bit of a kicking. So, Grant, I'm going to describe the kit to you, and you can tell me which year it's from, because I'm sure you'll know. It was an Adidas kit. It had the famous three stripes down the arms. It had a very deep V-neck with a little white. It had the most horrendous white flaps on the sleeves. I think that's the best description for them, is flaps. And, of course, that horrendous Wonga.com logo plastered in the middle of the jersey. Uh, Guy Kinita said, the awful evil sponsor doesn't match the shirt colours, as well as two seemingly random blocks of white on the sleeves for no real reason at all. Worst home shirt we've ever had. Grant, tell me more. Well, it's 2013-14 home kit, isn't it? It's, it's, it's actually hard to argue with that. Um, I, I mean, I was an Adidas fanboy for, for years and years, and they hit the mark with some of the shirts. Um, Fortunately, this one uh, they didn't. And forgive me, but I, I think it might be a template. I might be wrong. And I've been in trouble with hearts before when I mentioned template, uh, but I, I think that is a template. Um, yeah, there's, there's not too many redeeming factors to this one, I'm afraid. The only thing I can say is white flaps, if you're wearing it uh, as a replica kit and go to the game, uh, it's horrific. However, if you've got a match worn version, patches, 
make up for the you know the, the, the SPFL patches cover the whiteness to an extent, so it's not quite as bad when the players are playing in it. But yeah, the, I, I mean, I don't know. It, 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 yeah, I don't like it. So we'll, we'll pop up a picture of this on our Twitter feed. Joel, I mean, I think it is possibly the worst Hearts home kit that I've ever seen. Was it one that you would uh, remember with fondness? Yes and no. I mean, we had, uh, I know we got, um, we were relegated that season, uh, but it's, it's, it's one of those where it reminds me of a very good year for derbies. Um, it just, I always every single every every single home shirt and most away shirts. There's a player who it reminds me of, and uh, that shirt reminds me very much of of, of Dale Carrick and a hard working striker. And I think it was a shirt in keeping with um, the probably the um, the situation we were in. Uh, not a great situation, and yeah, look. It's only until kind of studying it today that when you look at it and you stretch the arms out, it's like the it's like the white bits have been um, almost like an add on afterwards, like they've been stitched uh, stitched on almost like wings, as if um, it's, it's some sort of uh, some sort of uh, wannabe superhero who thinks he can maybe fly, and it'll give them that ability if he stretches his arms out. It just looks, it, it, it's just. I think it's just the white on the arms and yeah. under the armpits. It's there's just there's just far too much of it, rather than maybe just being around the around the bicep. Yeah, absolutely right, Joe. You know what it reminds me? Of? You know those guys that uh, jump off cliffs and then they open their arms and they're they're off. Yes. If you, if you lifted those flaps enough, I'm pretty sure you can jump off a cliff in the Alps and off you go. <laughs> yeah, well, I think bang on. <laughs> yeah, I think it's safe to say we would not uh, pop this into Room 101 and have people clambering for it to come back out. It is truly horrible. Mm. We had a couple of nominations for home kits. We're going to mention three. That's the first one. The second, Wayne Hoy got in touch, said, maybe a minority view, but always thought this was a stinker. Great season. Minging kit. Minging is a much underused word in <laughs> Scottish football. This to describe uh, is a Hummel, the badge in the centre, Yukio Bankus. It has the famous Hummel chevrons down each sleeve. There's a touch of white at the top, at uh, the bottom of the sleeve with the, the old Bank of Scotland logo. But it's got this strange, horrible white panel that invades its way, Grant, across the maroon. And I think that upset more than a few people. Yeah, 2006, 2007. I, I think the problem is, in my mind, and you guys might not agree, but I think because 0506 home shirt was so nice in its simplicity, I'm all hard pushed to beat that uh, for Hearts fans. So they've, they've tried something, um, and and I don't think it's worked. It's, it's not my favourite, and if an indication of how many you know match worn shirts become available, if you you know if you if you balance that up. A lot of these match-worn shirts are always available, so I don't think it's a favourite amongst collectors either because there's always always one pops up intermittently. Again, there's there's good memories. It's like you say, Joel. There's good memories in that kit as well, though. You know, there's, there's there was some cracking games where, where, where when Hearts wore that. Kit. So it's 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 not the worst. It's certainly it's it's bang average, isn't it? In my in my opinion. It's, it's just what, on on Wayne's point about it being a great season. I mean, it was it was an okay season. Uh, I think the the great fantastic season was the one before. Uh, like Grant said, there was there, there were some memorable memorable games, namely 
right at the start of this season because they ended up finishing fourth behind Aberdeen. I think that campaign and it kind of just uh, derailed. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a shirt that I ended up, I don't know, I can't remember what Hearts did. Uh, I think they maybe gave away some shirts to season egg holders because I ended up with two of the exact same shirts that season. Uh, I got I bought one and then I received one later on in the season and I think it was to do with um, like some sort of season ticket giveaway and I had uh, the long sleeve away top as well. So um, that suggests that I really, really like the top. I used to not be a massive fan of it, but I've actually still got one of the tops that I received when, what was it, 2006, so I would have been 17. I think, and um, remarkably, it's it, it still fits very, very well, and uh, I've, I, I like it a lot more now than I did did mm. back then. Even if it reminds me of uh, Jamie Moe, um, all, although fonder memories of Mauricio Pinier's fleeting appearances <laughs> in it. It's a yellow card for Joe for the humble boast that he can still fit into it. So, that, 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 you know, that <laughs> was nice. You almost snuck that past us, but hey, no, we, we got there. Grant, just on Hummel, before we let him go, I mean, that, that kit, and again, we'll, we'll pop, pop a picture up, you know, had the, yeah. the chevrons all the way down the sleeves. Just, just to, to go to a slightly different thing, I was watching Everton against Arsenal. Now, I know Everton are hard up, but they can only afford two chevrons almost really? on the shoulder. It's, it's the most horrendous uh, looking thing ever and if you're interested it's currently available on the Everton website for £25 with a 25% off if you sign up online you couldn't force me to buy that kit it's horrible <laughs> I think the, 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 the chevrons is um, it's the, the chevrons you find it with all Hummel kits it's, it's very hit and miss like they do really well with, they've done it really well with the Denmark kits they've, they did it fantastic with the 0506 kits and then sometimes it can just look uh, overkill or just a bit daft yeah I think I think to be fair as well I think with, with Hummel did some great training gear as well, you know, over those two couple mm-hmm. of seasons where, yeah. you know, the chevrons all the way down, the, the rain jackets and stuff, really smart. So I would never miss Hummel, but it's a, it's a decent shot. Yeah, Hummel were a good touch, I think. And before I get angry complaints from Everton fans, and I'll tell you why I've had lots of complaints from Newcastle fans recently, I can tell you that it says something that you're quite prepared to sell your home jersey for 25 quid when it was priced at 60 this early in the season. That could be the shirt in which Everton didn't actually get relegated in. We shall to see. To add something, I'm pretty sure on Twitter you'll probably, if they're on £25 on the website, you'll probably see some chances on Twitter selling them for 50 or 60 quid soon. So keep your eye out. <laughs> <laughs> be diddled. <laughs> the other home kit that got a bit of a kicking, and I'm, I'm right behind this, Neil Rankin, uh, Kieran McLaughlin, Junior Jambo, all said that the Ajax-style hearts kits have always been awful. The 70s one still gives me the shivers, as did the one of 2010-11, which had basically a really wide white band, basically maroon sleeves, uh, white shorts with maroon down the side, maroon socks and white tops. Kieran McLaughlin, not my favourite kit by any stretch, but it does bring back brilliant memories in Kyle versus Hibbs in the last minute at Tiny and Temp's solo goal at Easter Road. Now, just to, before we take the shirt apart, Harry Temple liked it. Ian Veach thought it was absolutely terrible. I'm with Ian. I think this is one of the worst home kits that we've had. I mean, I actually like the idea of an IX-style kit, but this just 
it never sat right with me, Joel. It was just one of these kits that you think, oh, you just want the season to be over. I didn't mind it, but I feel it, it was one of those where, similar to what you said, Paul, is that it's a good idea, but I think the execution was just a bit off. However, I think it's really helped considering what was what came the season before. Um, with that daft collar and stupid designs around his shoulder um, that reminds me very much of da uh, David Kucharski. Um, whereas this, uh, this, this is positive memories of Kevin Kyle um, knocking about defenders. And I do still have a soft spot for it, even though if I think it's the white maroon balance is off. And I understand, so I understand why people are uh, people do not like it and think it's um, think it's one of our poorer home efforts. Grant, interesting, and I think in some of the publicity, I think it was Lee Wallace that that was one of the models for it, and he's he's looking off into the distance as if to say, "This has got nothing to do with me. I don't <laughs> want to be here. This looks horrendous." Yeah. I, I suppose I I agree with. You both said, right, the idea, the execution. I'm, I'm, I'm with Joe, so Easter Road, you know, Tip Solo, Rudy Scatchel, but it's a loser. It, it, there's memories attached to it, but I, I suppose from a collective perspective, you sort of attach yourself from that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not great, is it? I agree with Joe. The one before, the season before is... It's my worst hearts kit ever, and the, I would consign that to Room 101 mm. every single day rather than that one, 100%. One but thing I'll just bring back great memories. One thing I would say about the, about the kit is if you were if you were flicking through all the home kits and they're all next to you, it, it stands out. Mm -hmm. It stands out because of just, again, just how much white it was. I would have quite liked to see what it was like if they had flipped it like they had. Uh, was it was it back in this was it the seventies seventy two seventy three season? Um, mm -hmm. If they if they flipped it and kind of done a, a homage to to that, uh, I don't know if yeah. they wanted to, they wanted to um, they wanted to pay tribute to that, but um, do the twist on it and reverse the colours. But I'd quite like to see it with the maroon as the prominent central colour. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just we, think we, they got it wrong. Sorry, Paul. No, I, I just think you've yeah, got it right. Run. On you go. Yeah. No, I was going to say, you know, we, we've got a sympathy for a club, you know, that has to come up with a different idea every season. It must be pretty hard. But a home kit, I'm always sort of the opinion that try and keep it simple, wonderful, and just that really dark maroon. I think we've talked about this before. Keep it simple as you possibly can, but just make it stand out because it's impressiveness, if you like. And then if you want to do some funky stuff, We've seen with many hearts kits, muck about with a way kit, and if you want to do something even funkier, a shot with a third kit. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll move on. Actually, if you do go to historicalkits.co.uk and check out the hearts kits, actually, <laughs> there, there is quite a variety in, in how hearts have looked over the years. And, you know, I mean, I think there should be an honourable mention for 2013 14 as being, to use that word, minging. Because again, it had those sort of flappy sleeves at the side. And it took us a long time to get back to, I think, the sort of more classical hearts kits over the last few years, which I think have been mm. a little bit better in, <clears throat> in terms of being received. And, you know, it is difficult, as you say, Grant. You know, you do have a home template to try and stick to. And 
you know, people will get it wrong. There's, there's just no doubt that, that people will, will get it wrong, including, it would appear, us, for condemning some of Hart's greatest awakens, apparently, mm-hmm. into Room 101 <laughs> the last I, I, I time. I feel bad now. <laughs> no, I don't feel bad. I'm quite happy. So we will start uh, with the 9394 away, which made famous probably by Paul Ritchie, which was the sort of hideous blue and black homage to Inter Milan, black shorts, black socks topped off with blue. Um, so, uh, another heart shirt collector. The last time you've done the worst kits, you highlighted some of the most liked and sought-after kits. By the way, well, we'll come back to the Rosebury kit in a minute. You must just like plain away white kits. Well, I do. Karina Hark said, bought the full kit back in the day. Absolute cracker. James Winter, it's a magnificent kit, to be fair. And Stephen Crane, definitely one of my favourites. My biggest problem with this, Joel, is if you were going to try and look like Inter Milan, and I've no problem with that. I watched the 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 Milan derby, or as the commentator called it, the Milan derby. Not quite sure where he got that from. Um, it was just a most putrid shade of blue to pick, almost turquoisey. Now I'm partly colourblind, and even I don't like it. I... <laughs> Yes, yeah, so it's, it's not an Milan top, but it is easily one of my favourite Hearts tops. It's the top I've spent. Um, I've actually got it. I managed to get it just before we went. We played Burkakara in Malta, um, and I'm not sure how Grant will feel about me having to take it and getting the sleeves altered um, because it was far, far too big for me. Uh, but it, well, it came up on it came up on class, uh, classic football shirts. And it was one of those where I just had to spend the money I did to to get it, just because I just think it's uh, it's so iconic. And I'm sure if I remember collecting. I think my dad might have had it when he was um, uh, back in the day, and it's always always stuck with me. And it's just so different. And yeah, I I I, I know what you mean about the, the colours, but I, I love I love the colours. I, I thought the the recent attempt at the Milan one was rubbish. Didn't like it at all. I know I got a lot of I got a lot of praise, but uh, this was uh, this is this is up there with one of the best best hearts kits, uh, both home and away, in, in in my view. And Grant, I guess this is where it's interesting because I really like the darker blue version. I think that's classy because it is to me an Inter Milan homage, and it just goes to show that it, it tastes is different. So I've got two questions for you, Grant. One is obviously what you thought of the shirt, and two, what do you think about somebody buying a kit and getting it altered so it fits? <laughs> No, that's two difficult questions to ask. I, I mean, I think we, we covered it off in the last podcast, didn't we? I mean, I, I like it. I get the reason why you wanted to put it into Room 101, because it is so far removed from a from a Hearts kit. But like we say, I think you're allowed to fiddle with a wee kit, so it's aesthetically pleasing. And, and, and if Paul Ritchie ever listens to this, you know, he's he's looking at he's, he's, a, he's looking like a fine specimen in the picture that I'm looking at at the moment. But the only thing I'm disappointed in that photograph is Paul Ritchie's actually rocking short sleeves there. Which is just highly unusual for him because he's a he's a long sleeve boy that Richie. So I like it. It's a, a traditional hearts away kit. No, I think there's a lot worse that could go in room one hundred and one rather than that one. Um, and if Joe wants to do what if he spends all his money and wants to work about his kits, he can do whatever he wants with them. <laughs> See, I was going to say that if you're going to spend the money and get something like that, you want to wear it. You, you know, you, you want no, to wear it. So, yeah. so I'm all for it. I mean, the fact that it brought hearts zero luck in Malta, um, you know, it, it, just on a, an aside, we, we were on holiday in Florida when hearts played in Malta, and my son came through and said, Dad, we've been put out. I'm like, aye, off you go. 
you know. He says, "No, seriously, we're out." It's like what? So anyway, that, that was a that was a horrible horrible time. So I'm not getting that in room 101. That, no, that's... and it is interesting. Just one last thing. It is interesting. You have to get that that uh, altered because. When I was in Fiorentina away uh, this season, it was one of the only ones that fit me. So I don't often wear football kits. I had that one on because of my, the size of my belly. I managed to get that shirt on, so I rocked that for a day. <laughs> uh, just, just to clarify, it was—I I can't remember what size it was. I don't know if it was a larger XL, but it was just—it was the sleeves. It was just the, <laughs> long, long just, sleeves. It was just the sleeves for me that just—it uh, uh, was—it was—they it was, were far, far too baggy. We definitely made bigger back then as well, weren't they? Oh, they, they were of baggy style. And coming to cinema, you, you soon is the movie of me trying to find Grant and Florence as he kept moving and I kept moving. And our WhatsApp <laughs> signal kept going in and out so we couldn't find each other. But I was looking for him in that particular kit. Let's talk about this one, because this one's in our room 101 and ain't coming out for no one. And that's the Hearts Yellow Strip, which we talked about at some length on the, the last podcast, if you didn't hear us. So it was the yellow kit made by Pony. had a horrendous badge in the middle that had a maroon backing. It had sleeves of two different colours, horrendous uh, Scottish Football League patch, way down the arms as well. That's the other thing. It's not even on the shoulders. It's way down the arms. Um, Robert Gill says, absolutely foul. John Martin said, the only heart strip I've really hated. But as the question for you, Grant, how collectible is it? That's collectible, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that is. Uh, even, uh, I, think, I think we talked about, sort of covered this a little bit. During COVID, the, the prices rocketed for this type of thing. And I think they've maybe went back down a bit where people uh, not, not having so much uh, money. It is, it's still collectible, I believe. Um, is it one of my favourites? No. <laughs> It's, it's rare, isn't it? I think that's probably given it the, the benefit of the doubt in terms of rarity. That's all I can say about that shirt, really. Joe, Joe, where do you stand in hearts in yellow? You know, it's this is. I think this is one of the first times I've seen the long sleeves picture of it, and it looks more like a looks more like a goalie top, especially with the collar um, and just the way the the sleeves, like the cuffs at the bottom. It doesn't look appealing, but in short sleeves, I quite—I don't think I would mind it. But I do quite like—I um, think Grant, were you wearing a yellow effort? That yellow effort we wore maybe once yeah, in Florence. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, we bumped each other, didn't we? Yes, years, that then. was that was the um, that was the ultimate yellow heart stop. I, I, I really like that, and that's—I think that's um, that makes this one look a, a lot worse, but. See if I got a short sleeve one of this. I think um, I think it would be one of my um, favourite hearts items of clothing. Yeah, I I famously had one and I threw it out. <laughs> so much much to my own disgust. Several years later, I just I bought it or was given it, and I just couldn't take to it. You know, I used to wear jerseys all the time to wear fives, and I just couldn't take to it. So you know, during a house move. Out it went, and that—that's more fool me, given what it's worth now. But I actually quite like hearts in yellow, Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not bad. Yeah, yeah stern yellow, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, absolutely. This is it. It, it does. I, I can. I can understand that John was it John Martin I think is who said I'd load of spare material just threw it together. Uh, it's it's a wee bit kind of Frankenstein shirt just with. There's 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 a lot of needless 
additions to it. For example, that the, the maroon around the the hearts the, the hearts badge was just uh, there's 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 absolutely no need for that. Yeah, that shield in particular stands out as a as a really bad aesthetically, doesn't it? Uh, to be fair, I think it's pony and it's the nineties. They were trying many different things for many different <laughs> clubs, and they came up with some strange, strange array of kits. You know, strange cells. So uh, at the time, I think Mar- I think Martin Donaldson's mentioned this in the past, where there's a whole host of these shirts going for really cheap in a club shop, and he picked up a few. He still got a couple because they didn't sell. It's interesting now that it's become a bit like a, a cult classic where. People want want the shirt now, and maybe it's mm-hmm. because it's just completely different. Which is, there's nothing wrong with. Forest Hepburn and McDonald have been making creative sign and print solutions since the 1950s. For more, visit fhmcdsigns.co.uk. So let's move from yellow to blue. And to talk about a couple of kits that have been nominated, Claire says, quite simply, this one was mock it. <laughs> Looked like something Tesco sell around the World Cup. Grant, this was pale blue, a little touch of um, maroon in the shoulder, almost just a line of white maroon collar. D- tell us a bit more about this. Yeah, I, I disagree. I think if you take, if you look at the kit, sorry, if you look at the shirt, you think, mm, it's not that good. See when a team run out in that full kit, I just love it. So I'm sorry, Claire. You you can you can consign it to one one room one one, but it's not going to mind. I just thought there was something really nice about it. It's a grower, absolutely. It's worth it because it's interesting what Claire's saying, right? Because I think when I went in a club shop for, for something, I went in and it was hanging up. I was like, mm, I'm not sure about that. But I think the next day there, I was maybe there on the Friday. The next day we were playing on the Saturday, and the team ran out, and I was like, actually, when, when you see it live and they're wearing it, it's really really nice. So you know, I'm a I'm a fanboy of that one, I'm afraid, so I, I wouldn't be anywhere near Warren 101. <laughs> so, Joe, I'm going to I'm going to give you another another blue one. Um, this Grant, you can date this for us. First of all, it's a buck to jersey. Miller Holmes proudly emblazoned on the front. It's a button collar. Well, it's it's a button at the front with a sort of very angular collar, and it's a kind of pale blue with white with the waves through it. I mean. What was the what was the year? Nineteen ninety one, I think. Nineteen ninety one. Is it blue? I thought that was grey. I'm colourblind as well, by the way. I, I thought that was. Is it blue? Is it, I've it always grey, thought that. I always thought that was a sort of bluey bluey colour. Uh, yeah. Joe, save save these colourblind people. What did you think? <laughs> come on, Joe, rescue us. <laughs> yes, these. Uh, I, I'm going to confirm it's blue with bits of white through it. Uh, but both of these blue shirts, I love them. Uh, yeah. I love them. So you, to go jump back to the the, the previous one, it's um, I think it got a bit of heat at the time because of the font of the Always Hearts uh, kind of logo on the front. But when you compare it to uh, a couple of the other blue efforts around that time, 1718 and maybe the season before 2021, potentially it is by far by far the best. This Buckter one is something that I can imagine if it got released. If I was, um, if I was, off or um, older at the time, and, and it got released, I would have been like, "No, nah, I really, really don't like that." But looking back on it, I just, I think it's, it's, it's so, it's so cool. It's I'm trying to think of a way to describe it other than I think it's quite a wavy shirt. 
uh, just it's it, it's got a lot going on, but it just works. And I don't know if it's the picture you um, the picture you sent through on the dock. It looks I don't know if it's just be, if it's creases or if that's a design um, with kind of lines come across it from the bottom. I think it really works. The collar and uh, buttons are, uh, are are absolutely they go together really really well. And um, I think I think when you have a collared shirt having buttons like just two buttons i think uh, makes a collar a wee bit better yeah i mean i could see grant wearing this in a tiki bar with a, a martini you know with an umbrella in his hand it's, it's, 100%. it's that kind of, you know I, so i love this shirt for sentimental reasons this takes me back and this is shows you, i'm sure my age now but this takes me back to uh five sides and i would I, I wore that shirt for, for a couple of seasons and I think I've, I think it was a top scorer for the team so this I, there's no way I could consign that to, to Room 101 because it just brings <laughs> back so many good memories and I think we were now I think I actually probably went to Ibiza when I was that age and, and wore it then and came back with a tan thinking I looked like I don't know whoever you know whatever player at the time had just come back there summer holidays as well but yeah it, it brings it's, back it's quite- too many good memories that's. I think it's. Uh, you mentioned about Grant sitting uh, drinking a cocktail in a tiki bar. I think it, it does. It has that vibe. It's quite stylish, and I think it would be, it would it would look good um, being worn around their European adventures this season. Absolutely, and, and and just as an aside, that is a that, that shirt is like super rare from a match worn perspective. Um, Chris, who commented on my back in nineteen ninety three ninety four away shirt and. I don't think either is a match worn version of this, so it's it's um I've never seen one. It's super rare. And that shows you how popular it is. Absolutely right. Maybe they're wearing their they're still wearing them when they're in Mexico. <laughs> if I can't get either of those two blue ones in, this one I, I think I've got a chance of going in. So Grant, I'll describe it. It's a sort of light blue colour, it's blue and white stripes on the front, Ukio Bankus which I never liked as a sponsor anyway. It, it is a, it's a number of made shirt. The collar looks, there, it doesn't look like there's buttons in it, but it's slightly open at the front. Um, how, how did this one tickle your fancy? Yeah, it's just pretty lazy, isn't it? It's, it's, it again, I think it's in its entirety when it's worn, it, it's, it's, it's all right. Um, it's interesting when you see them isolated like that, you know, um, just all right. I mean, again, worse than that. It brings back, you know. I, I think about Mario Zalukas wearing that. I think about uh, Edgar Johnson wearing that. When I think about these kits, um, it's, it's just okay. I mean, Yuko Bankus is better than Wong, isn't it? So it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, I don't know if it wasn't a fine period, in, but yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I, yeah. yeah. It wasn't a fine period for away kits. I, I have to say, well, that that one that I, I agree. I think just looked just look pretty lazy i don't think there's any doubt about that so we've talked about an awful lot of kits and we, we appreciate everybody's coming back elliot basically said what the hell were they thinking with one of the first kits this is 1876 which was blue red blue red sort of hoops with long white shorts the red panel and blue and um red white socks i don't think that's going to make a comeback elliot but we have to tackle the elephant or the rosebury in the room because this is what caused all the problems on the last episode of room 101 we are talking about the famous hearts rosebury kit so grant you you no doubt you'll have this rosebury rosebury kit which was 2016 17's away kit which came out made it to national television white collar 
built by Puma in the colours of Lord Rosebery, yellow with pink bands across the chest. Um, Hearts then followed it up, of course, with yellow shorts and yellow socks. Um, we can sign this to Room 101, but by popular demand. Uh, and, and here's just some of the things. Mark Grant loved that kit, still wear it. Uh, my daughter says it makes me look like a party ring. Pretty sure we never win a competitive game winning it, which makes it all the more appealing. Uh, Cholo thought it was a great idea, but a terrible execution. Maroon Midlothian, best hearts kit ever. Uh, that's agreed by by Pants, by Thierry, by Jambo Dez, Ace of Hearts, Jimmy X, the Xylophonist. Craig Hamill says, you put worst hearts kits in the tweet and attach the picture of one of the best. Make Gorgi great again, basically said folk getting themselves on the Rosebury top was anything other than a monstrosity. John Joe said uh, fake Alreas wearing it soured it somewhat. Willie Ruffle liked it wearing our colours, if you know our history. Ice Cream Headache said the Rosebury was a great top, but should have had white shorts, in the humble opinion. But the best story, guys, comes to Pete Stewart, who says, Guys, you would have thought that the Rosebury kit was good for visibility. Mine was ruined when they cut me out of it after being knocked off my bike. <laughs> <laughs> John, where, where, where do you stand on, on the Rosebury kit? I am absolutely astounded that some people think this is the greatest hearts kit of all time. It is. That's... It, it border on disgust me that people think that it is very much should be consigned to history. Looking at it there, it's that we. What are those wee chewy sweets? It's like someone's had someone's eaten far too many of them and then just spewed something up, and that's what hearts have decided to do. Yeah, just I just went um, looking at the kit there. You know what? In 10, 15 years' time, I could see people wearing that. A lot of people wearing that on European trips, and it being con uh, considered a. Uh, are a, a classic, but at this moment in time, uh, I thought it was just, I, I thought it was terrible when it first came out, and I still maintain it's terrible now. Grant, I, I told this story, so in case anybody missed it on the last podcast, my granda used to play in these colours for his school because Lord Rosebery was the sponsor of the school. My granda and. God bless his soul, the fifth Earl of Rosemary. Never had a nice word to say about the man. Uh, <laughs> he's not here to defend himself, so I'm going to say that uh, he did a lot of great work. Uh, the Rosemary Challenge Cup, which is the little patch on the jersey, uh, contested from 1882 to 1883 to 4445. It benefited the, the Edinburgh Royal Infirmary, Leith Hospital, raised almost £25,000 for good causes, modern yeah. terms. That's over a million quid. So, you know, credit to him for that. I don't like it. If I never saw it again, that would be absolutely fine by me. Grant, in terms of, I mean, popularity, we know it's popular. In terms of collectability, where where does it stand? Oh, no, it, it's collectible. It's collectible. I, I'm just wondering, I can't work out whether some of these tweets are ironic or, or they, <laughs> are they being serious about this? Because I, I get what they're trying to say, right? And, and, I, and I agree with Joe. I think um, oh, I think already people are buying it because it's 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 out there, right? Because it is it's it's more popular than it was back then than it is now. Um, does that make it good? It's, I suppose he's an eye of a holder. It's, it's up to you if you want to if you want to rock up the castle with that on. Well, you can, but it, it wouldn't be my idea that that I'd be doing that. 
in, in terms of collectability, uh, match worn shirts for them, you could get them for a decent price back when they came out, you know. But now they're, they're going up because people people want to collect it and, and wear it, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. I mean, would you wear it, Joe? Not just now, no. Maybe, uh, maybe when I am um, a, a lot older and uh, bigger, I might wear it if we played in somewhere in Spain, maybe. But no, a couple of my mate, one, a couple of my best pals, have got games. If they they bought it and they still wear it on occasion, and yeah, it just it, it just gives me a headache. I think my wife would disown me if I wore that. So <laughs> that's just the way it goes. Can I just thank everybody for all your tweets, all your interactions uh, to talk about what you thought about the not only the podcast, the last episode, but made us basically revisit again and see all these different shirts. The Rosemary, I don't think, makes it into Room 101 simply because there's too many hands trying to grasp it to keep it out so I think it's just on that very very cusp I think it comes down to an individual decision Shirts Around the Funnel sponsored by Forrest Hepburn and McDonald Signs Now it's a little extra for this Room 101 episode we decided uh, before we came on air that we would pick something from our own particular field that we would like to go into Room 101 itself. So I'm going to give you something from the world of broadcasting in a minute. Grant, though, in the world of football kits, uh, what do you need to pop into Room 101 at the moment? It's, it's socks. In particular, socks that are abused by professional football players. Now, <laughs> what I mean by that? I mean, we, we, we tanked Aberdeen 5-0, um, Probably could have done with you know speeding up a bit uh, and 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 those hamstrings ready and calf muscles ready and I thought he was ready because he had bloody great holes out his sock. Now it just looks horrific. Aberdeen, I, I like the all red kit. I like the red socks. What was he thinking? I know he's got you know he's got, that's fair enough. Just do it. Look at he's not getting any bigger than Stephen Humphreys, does he? Look at the size of Stephen Humphreys' calves and his calves. Just roll your bloody socks down and wear your small shin pads. Maybe, maybe pressure on a kit man and give him a new pair of socks every week. It's 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 a poor show. I'm I'm showing solidarity with a kit man, Joel. That's what I'm doing. I'm saying, stop it. What's that cost? I would um I would I would do if you feel that way about Dukes, I would advise you to stay away from um the new Ranger sign and Nicholas Raskin, who came on off the bench at the weekend, I think against Ross County, and he got torn to shreds by the Rangers kit man because he had cut three quarters of the sock away, and so he basically wore the top, so the wee red bit going into black, and then underneath, and it was just all white. It was it was a, it was a strange look, and uh, he got he got he got a certain. I don't think it would have been. Um, sat well with the older yeah. generations of Rangers fans and I'm not sure the the, the kit man appreciated it too much. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you Google Nicholas Raskin and he's and socks, then you'll uh, do that. You'll 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 see uh you'll see a monstrosity. It, it gives yeah, me the fear, right? It gives me <laughs> fear. And I think I think I think the first player to do it and I, I might be wrong, the only I can remember doing it was Tony Watt when he played for Hearts. He uh, he loved cutting um uh you know the back of sock. Anyway, there we are. Thank you. I want that straight room in, in room 101. I'm going to give Joel a moment to think about what he wants to put in, but I am going to give you a commentary phrase that basically, if you use it, you should lose your commentary 
Theatre's Equity Garden, never commentate on it again. And that is the phrase, you couldn't make this up. Ladies and gentlemen of the commentary world, uh, I'll refer you to Star Wars, uh, and I really should tell you, and I'll break it to you gently, that's made up. Uh, Indiana Jones, also made up. Uh, loads of things gets made up. So you can't make this up as the laziest commentary phrase going. It should not be allowed to be used. It's absolutely 100% honking. Joe, I've, I've warbled enough over to you. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with you, Paul. I hate when, I hate when uh, folk uh, say you couldn't make up because of all the stuff that happens, that's the things, uh, and on a film pitch, it's often the things that you'd actually want to make up. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's just, it's just bizarre. Interestingly, Paul, glad you said 100%. One of our pet heats is when somebody says they gave 110%, so you get that in a bit as well. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's another one. I mean, cliches are true because people use them. Uh, and a lot of commentators, you, you do get conned into using certain phrases, but you've got to be careful. But certainly you can't make, make it up, just shouldn't be anywhere near anything. It's a horrible phrase. While we've got the door to the vault of room 101 open. As our, as our guest, Joe, you can pop something in there before we go. So this this relates to, um, there'll be, this relates to hearts and also relates to uh, my uh, um, younger days and failed goalkeeping career. And I want to put goalkeeping trousers into room 101. I used to wear them as a goalkeeper and... Looking back, it's mortifying. The, 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 wee, the wee ties at the bottom as well. Um, if, if, albeit one of my least memorable games is when I, ch uh, when I changed the uh, shorts. But I also, from a heart perspective, I never bought into the, the cult, shall we say, of Jules Rusi. Mainly because of uh, his error against Rangers. It's always stuck in my mind. But the just... The trousers, and even when he went to shorts, he just, he just, he just did it. Look, something was off. Something was off, and that's why, um, especially with the long, uh, the, the, the trousers. So yeah, goalkeeping trousers, whether it's the ones that Gabor Kirai wore, uh, wore the Hungarian keeper, or just um, the old-fashioned ones with pads, they should be, they should be getting signed to the bin. Yeah, the ones with pads should only be worn indoors on a horrible, hard, hardcore five-a-side surface. That that was all. Yes. Uh, I I gave my trousers to another goalkeeper and never ever got them back, which which was slightly devastating because um, I used to play in goals only for five sides because I could touch the crossbar. Uh, very rarely did I play outfield. I would not wish that on anyone, guys. We have been warbling for nearly an hour. It's been brilliant to have you both here, but it is the full time whistle. It's time to pop back all the kits back in the drawer and ready ourselves for another kit adventure at some time. We'd love your feedback. Anything you'd like to suggest for us to cover, we'd love to hear from you. Special thanks to Joe for joining us. My thanks to Grant, as always, and to you for listening. And remember, as is often said, round Tank Castle Way, blood doesn't show on a maroon jersey. Bye for now.